the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. You like podcasts with themes and purpose? Love them. Me neither. Oh. That's why we created the Potato Potato Podcast. You mean Potato Potato. Sure. Great. Then check out our show. Every week we have a special guest from the world of improv and entertainment. We promise we won't stay on topic. And with some help from the human bag of garbage, Intern Rich. We're best friends. Nope. nope. And the voice of reason, Sam. You're doing this ad wrong. We make a show that somehow makes sense. We've been told this show's like hanging out with your best friends, but let's be honest, your best friends are kind of jerks. Yeah. So check us out every Wednesday on the Nerdist School Network. Yesterday, I went to Red Lobster. Damn, I love Red Lobster. It was pretty tasty. It's but fun. It's, it's all horrible food. Like, n- there's no. no healthy option. I mean, there's you healthy having... options, but you don't want an option for those. No. Are you um, feeling like a sodium person right now? A little bit. This yeah. morning, I was like, I have to. I was going to get McDonald's No, you did. Because I, uh, I was about to be like, girl, do not tell me that you were feeling healthy from the beginning because you texted me. Don't. <laughs> no, I woke up this morning. I was like, I'll have an Egg McMuffin. Uh-huh. Mm. Then I, realized, I saw, and then I saw this. Then I went to uh, the place across the street, Lifehouse. Have you guys tried it? Oh yes, I have. Did you get a mushroom thing or a non? I got thing? what he recommended to newbies, uh. which because <laughs> I told him it was my first time there. <laughs> I was like, it's my first time. I've been eating really badly. I like want to reset, and he's like, okay, well, it's your first time. What you should have is this thing that tastes like a mint chocolate chip ice milkshake. Mm, it does. It does. Is it good? It's pretty. Da- Do you want to taste it? Uh, I'll smell it. Okay. Um, I don't taste the mushroom. Mm. Yeah, it this does. Great, it does have mushrooms in it. I, I think they all have. Is mushrooms. that like yeah. a, so like a their juice deal. place or something? Because I know there's the yeah. there's the coffee shop that's never open. Uh, <laughs> Elderberries. Yeah. I always no try- Elderberries no. is good. It's oh oh, right, do you mean uh, uh, brick house or something? Black top rock paper. No, it used to be rock. It used to be rock paper. Then it's it used to be open. Blackwood. Black. Blackwood. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it closes at like five p.m. Yeah. So yes, it, and sometimes doesn't open until noon. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and they they put a lot of tasting notes in their coffee that I don't buy. Yes, yeah. Also, their pastries are very like you know when a croissant is like just too soft even from the outside. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's like it's mm-hmm. like a Costco croissant. Mm. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I mean I guess we're we're really coming out. Listen, strong Flame War, we are tearing down. <laughs> Come at us, Blackwood. <laughs> if that even is your real name. <laughs> Black is definitely in it. Yeah, yeah it's I think black wo- don't. No, nope. black wood, wood sounds. That sounds right. But yeah, that place is hardly certainly a an element. Yeah, C- I, certainly of the earth. <laughs> I think there's a lot of stores on this block that are. I I don't have any evidence to back it up, but I believe mm. in my heart of hearts that are fronts for mm-hmm. the Russian mob mm-hmm. because. Why is that caviar store still there? Like, yes, no one's ever there. Never. And seen also, like, in it. like we get like there sign they have too many signs like you know when someone gives you an alibi and you don't mm-hmm. want it mm-hmm. it's like that like they're like caviar 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 red caviar black caviar feel good about eating caviar again I'm like mm-hmm. no one felt bad about eating caviar <laughs> and it's just like i'm like we got it you a front or the gift shop that has that box of books out front yeah oh that what? never change it's a russian bookstore yes uh, there's the suit store. I've never seen anyone in there but i you know I, i'm not here during the days that much so, yeah yeah you know. i mean what's weird is when I've come during the day, it does not appear to be open. I've never seen it I've open. never seen it open. We tried to get manicures at the nail salon. They were shocked that we came in. They were shocked we came in. <laughs> they really didn't want to wait on us. And we waited like 25 minutes and then we bounced. Yeah. And, and they, they were just like, meh. They could not have <laughs> they known. They didn't care. We could have been so many seats for so haircuts many se- and nails, but they don't care if no, you come in. they don't care. They were surprised. Like They were like, wait, what? And we're like, walk-ins? And they're like, huh? <laughs> manicure you know like, like our nails, nails? Uh, um so that was sunset beat yeah it was sunset beat 
Um, we're not even, we're not gonna try to get it back. Uh, uh, I was thinking I was trying to go like somehow get from Russia to Transylvania, but I couldn't do it smoothly. Right. Uh, Russia, Russia, Russia. The not a lot of sun in Russia except for in the summer. Correct. Sure. Russia's huge, so I feel like that's such an overgeneralization. I was speaking about Siberia I mean, area. Yeah, Russia, uh, formerly the Soviet Union, uh, which <laughs> took over most most of that that section of, including probably I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing Transylvania. Yes, and that's why we have you here, <laughs> <laughs> Eric Record, everyone, King of Transitions. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm another of your co-hosts, the other co-host, some might say, Ryan Mogi. <laughs> so loud! My stomach didn't your stomach agree didn't with like, what you like, said. My little bit. It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you gulp down like half a bottle of water. Ooh. Um, with us today is a very special guest. Um, a Writer, performer at Nerdist School, man about town, everyone knows him. Eric Reichert is here. Thank you so much for coming on the oh, show. Thank Eric. you so much for having me. I'm nice. excited to get into this. Yeah, I um, had been meaning to ask you on the show for so long because you are a person that very frequently inserts uh, uh, references to Buffy in your everyday like conversation. And I remember like my ears pricking like a couple of times. I was like, God, I got to ask him to be on the show. Yeah, I've been watching it for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Yeah. yeah well, tell us, we like to ask people like their Buffy story. Like, how did you get into it? Were you watching when it first aired? Yeah, I actually started, I'd, I watched the movie mm. when I was a kid a couple of times. I think we had it on VHS. And then it was like the show was about to start and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. And then I liked it. And then my parents actually started watching it. So it actually became a like... A family thing. We'd watch it every week for it and Angel for pretty much his entire run. That's very cool. Bonding. That's really cool. Um, I, I remember my mom got into the show um, long after it had aired. Mm-hmm. Um, she was more of a charmed girl herself, but then started watching Buffy. And I remember <laughs> she like we were just like talking and like apropos of nothing, she's just like Buffy's really cool, and I was like. Because she knew I had seen it. And so she had been watching it. And she and my sister were watching it together. And my parents are very sexually repressed. So um, I warned my sister. I was like, maybe don't watch like (laughs) the later seasons with mom and dad. (laughs) Actually, my dad wasn't watching it. So with mom. So I actually, I don't know if my mother has seen season six and seven. I would assume she has, but we have not spoken about it. I mean, there's still racy stuff and like. Like season four is the one where Buffy and uh, and uh, Riley Riley have sex for the entirety of the yeah. episode. The sex house never stop touching me. Oh God! <laughs> There's and also an orgasm wall. In that yeah, episode. that orgasm wall. I can't stop Ooh. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, so exciting. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this episode is like so we're like in the swing of summer. We're having a, a beach party, and this, the beach scenes were kind of fun. Yeah, or the beach I, scene. I enjoyed it. I did write, what is Riley's shirt? Because did you see his shirt? What was that shirt? Did you see it? It was some kind of like cutoff. It was a cutoff, but 
it was like a, with a V cut out in the middle. <laughs> and I was like, what is this shirt? This happened to me. I mean, me. he really yeah. liked that shirt, but he needed a V-neck. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> he was like, but not from the sides. Just He's the been center. working on his pecs. He has. And they're busy showing off their athletic prowess while the sidekicks are sitting. Yes. It felt not because the show, the show in these two episodes did a lot of outdoor scenes. I was surprised. didn't feel like they were on a stage, um, which was kind of different from what we've been seeing. Yeah. Totally. Maybe it's summertime. Yeah. Well, it's the season opener. You're allowed to spend a day and a half at Venice Beach or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, you're right. Because even when they're outdoors, especially on that one main drag with the theater and the coffee shop. And the magic store. And then like the cemetery is like at the end. Like all of that is so like, okay, we're on like we're this is all fake. This is mm-hmm. fake, fake, fake. Um Yeah. But we also have because before we get to the beach, we have Buffy is sneaking out of bed at night yeah. mm-hmm. to slay. Just bored with life and needs to needs that yeah. thrill. Yeah. She's not getting it with Riley. Exactly. And that was my first note. Buffy's seeking action outside of the relationship. First indication she needs more than him. Which I mean that sucks. It sucks for everybody involved. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, we all know Buffy and Angel are perfect together, but they can't ever be together. So it's just, she can't, she's, yeah. she's always chasing that, but she can never, yeah. never yeah. find another angel. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, though, Humdrum. I did like uh, the you throw like a girl and then getting whooped in the face. I was hoping you would have a broken nose. <laughs> When she threw back, and I was like, "That would be so perfect." Hilarious. He was like, "Why, mommy?" It's like just blood. Just a a Brady Bunch moment where his yeah. nose is flat. Yes, oh, so funny. Oh my nose. Um, and I liked. I I did like the moments with like the other Scoobies hanging out, and we get to see them kind of without, like, with Buffy and Riley, like doing their thing. Right, and it's not about danger. It's no. just about hanging out. Also, Tara fits in immediately. Like, Tara and Anya now feel like part of the yeah. crew. Uh, totally. Which is actually interesting because we have Tara kind of talking about that in the next episode. Yeah. Um, well, this episode itself, in kind of a meta way, is feels just like uh, an adventure between seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, the action mm-hmm. of season five, kind of, we don't get into it. No. It's just like... It feels like a one-off in a comic book or something. Yeah. Yes, that's what it totally felt like. It, it, like, I wrote down, like, this is such a silly episode because, I mean, I, I, I'm not actively, like, re-watching it. So I, like, just jumped into mm-hmm. to these two episodes. I'm like, this episode is so silly. And yeah. I remember it being that silly when it started. It's a yeah. really weird choice to start a season with. Absolutely. Yeah. It feels so aggressively Monster of the Weeky at the beginning. Like, there's... N- I mean, we do see at the very end that there's, like, set up for, like, the arc. But, yeah. like, it, it does feel like we've just paused. And everything's mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, let's see what happens in here. Well, and it feels like a mashup, too. Because yes. it's not typical of Buffy. The show is not about her taking on all of these archetypes. No. Like, I feel like the the demons kind of are, are secondary for, like, what they metaphorically mean for the horrors of high school or the horrors mm-hmm. of growing up. So, like... To pick this huge archetype where there's all of this baggage is it's an interesting choice. It's like Yeah. Uh, I, it feels like, you know, uh Frankenstein versus the ape man. <laughs> but it's also like there's also an, an element of like she's like bored with like being who she is and is being seduced by 
the slaying life and, and killing. So the idea of bringing Dracula, who's like a seductive character into it makes sense. But mm-hmm. it's so like just so many, I was watching it and it's like so many of just like the classic Dracula tropes, like the, there's just fog rolling in. I was like, this is so weird for Buffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it, it goes from like camp to like old, more old school horror. And also I was thinking, um, so like her being drawn to Dracula, mm-hmm. I think Dracula is like a man of mythos. Like he and and that's what she is. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like fell away from that with the initiative last season. And Dracula sees her in the way that she deep down is like she's like I'm the fucking slayer. Everyone should know who I am. And Riley will never fully understand who she is in the myth like like w- what her title means because he didn't grow up. He he wasn't surrounded by myth and like he doesn't get it also she keeps all a bunch of stuff from him oh she like, lies a lot <laughs> she lies a lot and i mean i really i can't i became a team riley person last season <laughs> and i'm still i'm not team riley with buffy i'm team riley against buffy oh totally she's not being a very good girlfriend to him she's she keeps so much from him and then is mad that he doesn't understand yeah it's like yeah, yeah tell yeah. him and also, maybe you shouldn't buy into yourself as the Slayer Queen. Like back, like well, you are a you're a person, and if you want to have relationships with other people, not just romantic, but like any relationships, you have to like be on their level. You it's can't totally from true. above be like, "I'll be your friend." And all of like almost every like personal arc with her has been like, "I just want to be a normal girl," but it's like. Okay, but you also want people to like respect and like look at you in awe for being the slayer, but at the same time, you just want to be a normal girl. So, like, she, I mean, it's tough because she is the slayer, yeah, but like, can't have your cake and need it too. And that plays into the next episode where she's like, she never gets to be a normal, like, she wants to be a normal girl. She can't do it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Also, and this is the kind of thing that I, I think bothered me more the first time I saw this, and now. I've consumed more stories and I've thought more analytically about stories and I've sort of let go of some of my mm. more uh, uptight things about mm. how stories are told. But I don't like that it blows up all this stuff that now vampires can shapeshift. Now sometimes they have the magic to – is it a glamour that makes that how the castle exist? It's Yeah, it's never really – Truly explain. He's like, ah, it's gypsy magic. And like n- we never see any other vampire do that ever no. again in the series. Mm-mm. And, like, him in contrast to, like, other very old vampires that we've seen, like mm-hmm. the Master, the Master wasn't doing stuff like that. The Master was still very constrained to, like, I mean, he was, like, trapped in a thing and then, like, came out. Can you do that one more time? Trapped in a thing and then came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a visual thing for you <laughs> listeners. It's it just whatever you're thinking, it's It's, it's that. that. <laughs> But maybe it's also like Dracula could do all this stuff as a, a human. as a human because because mm-hmm. we because Drusilla ha- was psychic and then right. continued That's to be true. psychic as a vampire. That's true, huh? So what happens if like a witch becomes a vampire? Cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> Season twelve of the comics. <laughs> <laughs> we also have, and this is something we've all known to be true, and now we get to see it in action that Xander is the most easily swayed. Oh my god! And He's under that thrall immediately. immediately. Yeah, and uh, I, I like you pointed out Riley's shirt. Like he, he was wearing a typical Xander shirt. It's yeah. just like a loud Hawaiian shirt. But I noticed it had like See, little it's... beads, and it was like sparkly. And yes. I was like what? What is that shirt? Yeah, it is so much. Like 
because I, I noticed it like when he like right when he gets put under the thrall and he walks away and everything for me was like paused in my mind. I was like, the shirt, the shirt, yeah. the shirt. I was like, wait, is that shirt sparkly? It is so sparkly. Okay, so do you think it's an aftermarket thing? Like you buy the shirt at Old Navy? Okay. Like they used to have yeah. shirts and then you add the beads? He didn't add the beads. So that's he probably one of his it. Uncle Rory's shirts. Okay. And then, yeah. I think. Or did Anya add the beads? Because you oh, see her adding I the beads. I could see her adding the beads. Yeah. I could see that. Um... But and if we're going to... Oh, sorry. No, I, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Uh, if we got to talk about clothes, though, we have to talk about those pink leather pants. I Okay. They're I, so baggy. They're, they're so, so pink. <laughs> okay. I had so many thoughts about Buffy's extensive collection of different colored leather pants. Because first I wrote, um, uh, those maroon leather pants are the shit. Because she was wearing maroon yeah, leather pants during a fight scene. And then the baggy pink, I was like, okay, you were on, you were on point. Like, you were on the right train and then something happened with those pants what okay now i'm thinking because you know dawn ruined one of her pairs of leather pants did dawn ruin Ruin the maroon ones and so she had to wear pink ones yeah the pink ones are like mom gave it to her for christmas last year yeah and they don't really fit but they're sort of her style so you can't really take them back yeah and it's one of those things where the mom's like well you said you liked leather pants because you know yeah. how sometimes they'll like pick one thing that you say you like and then they'll be like, you like this thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, My dad once got me a leather jacket for Christmas. Like he like went to the thrift store. He got, like, got like a secondhand like nice, but it was like a men's bomber jacket, Oh, which was not what right. I wanted. I wanted like a f- sort of fitted motorcycle jacket. Yeah. And so I felt bad because like he did. He spent money and he like went, sh- he like found the thing and mm-hmm. it was like, this is not. I can't keep. I was like, we got to take this back. <laughs> well, because it was just, it was just what a stain no, in my closet. Like I, I never would have worn it. And now leather bomber jackets are a little cooler. Mm-hmm. So maybe. I mean, if I God, you can't camp for for the long, <laughs> long like haul. Fifteen years. <laughs> but I still never got a leather. They're expensive. They're expensive. There's They're very reason. expensive. And people, when they like them, they keep them mm-hmm. until they fall apart, mm-hmm. and so they don't show up at thrift stores very often. No. Um, um, but their choreography is getting really good. The yes. fight scenes were really, really mm-hmm. cool. And I think that we're like that it was such a huge improvement from last season, I think. I mean, maybe there was just like a lot of running around with like fake looking guns in last season. Mm-hmm. But this season is like really cool. Like they're right. doing some really awesome looking stuff. Well, and by making um Buffy kind of unlock her slayer powers mm-hmm. or however you want to say it, like she's better now. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I feel like the kind of stuff she does is just cooler. Yeah. And, it felt like I was watching. I was like, it felt kind of like watching a Scarlett Johansson in an Avengers movie, mm. kind of because she's yeah. doing a lot more of that kind of stuff. Instead yeah, of just punch, punch, follow yeah. her. But yeah, like, like actual grappling. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, um, this we have now entered the world of Apple product placement. I was seeing that, when and it was still in the world. It was upside, upside down. down. Yeah. That's yeah, that was. That, was world. That's how it used to be. Because it used to be that when you closed it, the Apple would face you. Because people then, didn't understand laptops, really. <laughs> no, I think it was that Apple cared more about the consumer who bought it. Oh, instead and of And now they're showing it off to everyone else. Mm. At least that's my hot take oh. <laughs> on Apple's choice to flip the Apple around. But yeah, it used to be that when you close the Apple, it faced you. Mm. And now it's when the Apple's when the laptop is open. Everyone Everyone's else like, oh, you're see. an Apple person. You are hip and cool. And Not me. I've got a vinyl sticker of Batman. So that's nice. what they see. Oh, cool. I like the sticker where it makes the apple into the poison apple from Snow White. Oh, that's cute. I like yeah. that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> also, we get I. I think, <gasps> oh, sorry. No, no, no go, say go, what go. you got to say. <laughs> Did you guys notice the hot sexual tension between Spike and Riley? That's exactly yeah. what that is. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Like yes. if this if if this was a different. I'm sure there's fanfic about it. I'm but sure. If this, we haven't asked anyone who listens to make fanfic for us in so long. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, do uh, okay. Do a slash fic. Spike and Riley. Mm-hmm. Oh, circa early season five. Yeah, early season five. Um, I'd like to it to be. Um, yeah. So, uh, post whatever this episode is. Uh, Buffy versus Dracula. So, uh, post Buffy versus Dracula. Um, I want. Because we were talking about poison apples, I want a poison apple to be involved. Sure, yeah. Do you have any requests? I mean, I like I I would like it if it if it ties into some of uh, his his later Riley's Riley's uh, later uh, vampire obsessions. Yes. I think it works out later mm-hmm. better. Oh my god! So like gosh. this is how he gets. Yeah, yes. this is the seed. This is the seed. So maybe it's called the seed. Or oh, I was thinking <laughs> like the apple, like uh, Adam and Eve. Oh, the like, uh, fallen the tree- apple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I Fruit think of that, knowledge. I Fruit of, like, oh, okay, okay, so if no one writes this for us, we have to write it. We'll write it. Okay. NaNoWriMo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, but no, it's an interesting scene because there's really no reason for them to keep talking to each other. No. Something keeps drawing them back. Yeah. And to get very close, closer, mm-hmm. closer, closer, faces very close touching. Yes. I was like, go, 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 go. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I will say, one of the things I noticed, like, every guy in this show, and even also Tara, is super jealous of everybody like yeah nobody everybody's so insecure about their relationships in this episode Mm -hmm. it's so funny because i feel like there was a time in my life where i was like oh yeah that's just how people are in relationships you get like and it's like no that's how like children are in relationships no that's totally true because i feel like high school me would have just been like okay yeah of course sander doesn't like when anya talks to other people because that's (laughs) how you but it's like their boyfriend, girlfriend. He, she shouldn't talk to anyone. Yeah, exactly. And like him being jealous is good. It shows he cares. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. interesting. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. It's also hard in this episode. What are we supposed to take at face value? Because mm-hmm. it's such a goofy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much like of his thrall magic working, of Dracula's thrall magic mm-hmm. working too. So it's like the things that people are saying, how much of that is... I don't know how much of that is like of them. Mm-hmm. Though we do have some kind of more plot things happening. We have Giles announcing to or telling Willow that he's going to leave. Yeah. I thought it was cute how Willow kept trying to make Giles feel like he was important. Yeah. <laughs> it's also sad. It is very sad. Um, oh. oh, Giles in the chick pit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Giles in the chick pit. I don't pit. think I even need fanfic. I feel like no, I got that it. That was, yeah. I mean, when <laughs> his shirt, he comes out shirt unbuttoned. To almost his belly button, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, they, Wuthering I, Heights!" They've already made that several times in many different Dracula movies. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how we that know goes. how it ends. Um, uh, I did appreciate that none of the Dracula ladies look like Buffy. I did like that. I mean, God, what a mess! If, it would have been so hard to watch. Yeah, I thought Xander's jokes were on point. They like, were. I, that was, yeah, he was very funny. Yeah, I this was. I remember this episode when it first came out, and like being like, it was like. 2001 or whatever mm-hmm. and then be like can he say masturbator on <laughs> yes! television <laughs> yes his like i i love that i love um i think that that's like a genre of joke that i like when someone says something and they try to cover it uh-huh um it reminds me of um have you guys seen iron giant yeah 
when the little kid's like the the hand is like going in the house and he's like, Oh my god. And he's supposed to be doing a prayer with his mom and he's like, Oh my god. It's very cute. <laughs> that is cute. Um but yeah, like when he says he keeps calling him like the prince. Yeah. And then he's like, Unholy yeah. Prince. Yeah, unholy master. And then he goes, Vader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny, Master Vader. That's true. I feel like I would have been like, Can they say that? And then at the yeah. end he's he says he's tired of being everyone's butt, butt monkey. monkey. That was, yeah. Oh. I mean, nowadays you can say anything on television, but back then it was like, whoa. Yeah, that's a pretty bold move. And also, I mean, that, like, I feel like this entire episode, though, does, like, at least with Xander's journey and that uh, monologue at the end, it does encapsulate in a goofy way, like, a thing that he is constantly going through throughout Mm -hmm. this entire fucking show. It's, like, him feeling like he's always the butt of the joke, which he is. and feeling useless and he's just the one that gets them into trouble and i think it's interesting how that continues in this series later mm-hmm. well it's interesting i mean it just juxtaposes with his role in the next episode mm-hmm. because he has a very clear job mm-hmm. he kind of fails at it but he has a job <laughs> <laughs> he has a job to do and yeah um I liked that um, Dracula called him strange and off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this background, Ooh, but Dracula ass. played a character on All My Children named really? Anton, who had a love affair <gasps> with Kendall, who was played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. What? Yep. I know. Worlds so, collide. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say he's great. When he I saw great. him, I was like, is that Anton? And then I was like, it's Anton! Anton, we missed you. Um, but she was, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar was no Buffy on that show. She was. What, what was she like? She was the daughter of Erica Kane, who was like the biggest, like, the most important character in mm-hmm. town. Um, who just tried to ruin Erica's life. Like, one night <gasps> she, she had. Is she um, Except not as powerful. So like, more mm. graspy. <gasps> and she, uh, one of the, her one of her big first storylines is she had like late night angry sex with Anton. Then she came to her mom's house and she was like, "By the way, your husband raped me." Oh, <gasps> yeah. No, she's yeah. crazy. She's crazy. Oh man. And then of course her mom didn't trust her a lot cuz she like, "Her mom didn't trust her a lot." <laughs> <laughs> and eventually and then she got like a redemption story and it was a whole thing. But oh, okay. she was she was bad. Like, because I, mm. I, I probably shouldn't have watched soap, soap operas. Like, I was too young, but mm-hmm. I was still, like, into it. And I was yeah. like, she's a bad girl. Yeah. I can't trust anything she says. She's a bad girl. Um, It was, I, I did like, I did like seeing all of them act like it was a celebrity sighting with, yeah. with Dracula, though. I thought that was really cute. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they spend all the time with, like, a celebrity of myth, Buffy. Yeah. But she was still, like, and I did like also... Anya's like past with him mm-hmm. that was, and how she was kind of like just uh you know mention my name and see if yeah <laughs> I thought that was really cute. Anya's like I feel like they figured out Anya mm-hmm. in these two episodes mm-hmm. um what they didn't figure out is what is the appropriate size belt to wear with a wide <laughs> <laughs> waisted pant yeah no. <laughs> that was so scary. I wouldn't I wouldn't put that on the show I would put that on <laughs> early 2000s late 90s fashion. All right, yeah. yeah you're right you're right it was the whole culture. Yeah, I, I mean, like. we were we were experimenting with belt size at that time. It was, it was a different time. 
I feel like by the end of this, there will definitely be belts that are in through no loops. No, doing no work. Just because that placed, was also a thing. Placed belts. Yes. A two, a longer shirt with a with belt, belt just over the top. <gasps> oh my god. How about a cardigan buttoned with a belt, <laughs> a belt on the belt. outside? Yeah, but it's gotta be like a mid-waist belt. Yes, it's it just it's like that. Oh my Oh, I god. did it. I'm not I above it. it. But like that you, was a real thing. Do you remember those belts that were like they were like I want to say they were too thick. Yes. Too wide. And then they had like holes. Oh, uh-huh. With like um, metal around the holes. What is grommets. that? Grommets. Grommeted belts. Oh, yeah. I was into grommeted belts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. I feel like, I don't know, maybe we're going too fast. But I feel like I've said what I have to say about No, I've said unless, what I've had to say Unless about. we want to do the re- do some talk in Dracula voices. Oh. <laughs> no, we don't have to. Uh, <laughs> um, what does your belly say about that, Kelly? I guess no no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Um, well, because the end of Buffy versus Dracula has a pretty big moment. Yeah. That we haven't really talked about how we're going to talk about it. That's true. But in oh, terms yeah. of that episode, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Buffy comes into a room. Some young girl is in it. Mm-hmm. She's going what are you stuff. doing? And then we find out that they are sisters. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I wrote down uh, the great Dawn debate of the Reichert household. Oh, I love to hear about it. I remember this, like, this moment happening and my mom just being like, like, everyone's just like, what? And, like, my mom's like, no, Buffy doesn't have a sister. That doesn't make sense. And then, like, my dad be like, well, I don't know. They never, like, they never said she oh didn't have God. a sister. And it was, like, this whole thing for, like, for, like, a a couple of weeks until yeah. until we find out more about Dawn. It's like, well, like they never really said, you know, that she didn't. And then and then <laughs> the next episode opens with her in the opening credits. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it's like so like maybe like it was just a studio thing. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and it's and this is also, I mean, there were like message boards and stuff like that. But this is like we we weren't living in the time of like yeah. the AV Club or yeah. like. Yeah. I I couldn't turn on Twitter and see like a thousand like a hundred and one like uh, like a number one fan theory about Dawn. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a different time. It's also we are so you know it's this show was before the Golden Age of Television, and we're now like mm-hmm. probably in the waning days, but now we're in it. So there's so many things that TV has been able to do since, or like uh, even standards that are now we hold TV to a different standard mm-hmm. because it wasn't crazy in the the latter half of the 20th century for shows to add a character, drop a character, yeah. not mention. They, yeah, they do that, that happen all, all the time. time. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the missing Winslow sibling. There's the, the girl from, uh, what's, uh, what was it? Uh, boy meets girl, his sister who goes upstairs at yes. season one and comes down in season five or whatever. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so like that, that is not, that happens. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the show is smarter than that, and the show expects us to be a little savvier mm-hmm. than that. But it wouldn't have been that crazy if all of a sudden there yeah. was a new sibling in town. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We are going to have a meeting about that later. <laughs> <laughs> At 10.31 this morning. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and, and also, I think there there's so many levels to dawn yes like to discuss it's like because she's also a, just a controversial character like mm-hmm. one one of the most divisive characters there's also another child character an angel that's also very divisive yeah um where i feel like people either i don't know anyone that loves dawn 
But I think there are people that are either like, I hate, there are people that vehemently hate Dawn. And then there are people that are like, okay with her. Okay with her. Every time I rewatch the show, I feel for her more, but I don't feel for her performance more. I feel like the show does not set up the audience to like her. And part of it is that the, sh- the character was conceived as a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. The f- scripts were written for a 12-year-old character. Mm-hmm. And then they cast a girl who does not look 12. Nope, she looks 15. And they made the character 14 script- in the script. So I feel like there's a weirdness too, especially in this real me. If If this was a 12-year-old, I think we would... It would be easier to empathize with a lot of her because she pretty much whines the whole episode. It's like yeah. an episode mm-hmm. of whining. It's hard to empathize with that whining from someone who is a, is basically an adult. Yeah. You know better. <laughs> but I, I think some of it is like a lot of the way she's written feels to me like she's at least in her first her this season, especially mm-hmm. she's kind of a character to, of a of a person. But that's uh, maybe on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like. She's not a, a totally yeah. real person. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. And also, I mean, every most of what, even though this episode is in her perspective mostly, because like we're mm-hmm. hearing from her diary and stuff like that, we still see a lot of the show through Buffy's lens. And she's a little sister. And like her being annoying is just like part of us always being like, well, she's annoying to Buffy. Like she's, I feel like. In the same way that we see all of Buffy and we always tend to side with Buffy, it's like a Walter White phenomenon, yeah. I think. Even though a, a lot of times and even later in the season, Buffy's not being fair to Dawn. Right. They also choose to show Dawn whining all the, all the time. time. I Ugh. think that if we had like Dawn's interior monologue and she was just quiet, like if she was just sad internally and not externally, like – then yeah. I think it would be easier to empathize with her. But it's like, no, you're no one understands me. It's like, okay, well, you make it hard for people to want to listen to you. <laughs> I'm also, okay, I will admit, put cards on the table. I'm an older sister. I'm an older sister. And so I, I definitely usually empathize with the older sibling. Because the yeah. younger ones are, they get everything. They do. They <laughs> get everything. whine about it. And, and they get everything and, like, they whine about, like, being treated like babies. But it's like. Yeah, they're treated like a baby. Be treated like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's got it made. <laughs> so I think that it doesn't help. It doesn't help uh, for me watching Dawn that I'm like, and again, some of her things, like even her thing of like having a crush on Xander, it's totally reasonable, like and kind of cute, like it's kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. But like, if a 14 year old girl thinks that a 19 year old guy likes her back, that's so different than a 12 year old thinking that. Yeah, like that's it's. I'm like, wait, what are you doing, Xander, that a 14-year-old girl thinks that you're flirting with no, her? No, she, but, like, she even, says that. She, she says she says that she, okay, but she's like, he sees me as I am as a woman. But she has, like, chocolate sauce all over her face. Okay, but. So she doesn't understand. She's just a dumb. But she's what a, uh, she's a, she's a freshman in high school. <laughs> and she thinks, like, any freshman in high school that I would meet and they were like, yeah, this 19-year-old sees me as a woman. I'd be like, that 19-year-old is doing something you're right you're right because i was just thinking about it i was like i was like thinking back to like when i was in high school and like the freshman girls that would date guys Mm -hmm. that were and i was like oh but they're dating yeah that's what it was they're dating like he's interested yeah ew where's like where's like a sixth grader because you know and maybe it's just in my mind but like it feels like if you're in middle school and you think the person out of high school 
likes you. You'd be like, oh, well, you just don't understand. You don't understand what it is. Like, yeah. he smiled at you and you think, we're yeah. going to date. Yeah. But if you have your period, I guess that's life. So she, <laughs> if you have your period. So she's. It's okay. a hard line in the sand. Ugh. I just also thought maybe this is just because I've like taken Ptolemy's acting class a yeah. couple times where like she is like constantly acting the shit out of she's eating the scenery like the part where she's like where they're like standing and Harmony which mm-hmm. God thank God Harmony's back I love her is at the door and she's like where's Buffy and the fact that she's like constantly like I'm like you're not you don't need to be doing anything right now just calm down yeah but and her face and when she's writing in her diary and she's like exclamation point ex- I was like God okay that was the script I know but her like face constant I was like come on like also, I, she just made me tired. Also, children can't act very well. No, so children cannot act. But as we know, she is what? How old is she? She's thirty-five. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> she's not that old. No, she's not. I mean, she's. I mean, she's like. But she's a child actor. Fifteen, isn't she? sixteen in this, and mm-hmm. I remember like being in high school, fifteen, sixteen, doing plays, and I mean, not that I'm great now, but I was. I'm sure I was total garbage there mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't all be Haley Joel Osment, I yeah. guess. Well, even yeah. I mean, not every yeah. It, I feel like the conception for Dawn, in terms of us liking her, mm-hmm. they didn't set her up for success. No, I don't know if they even set her up to be a character that lasts the yeah. rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they certainly at the end of the second episode give you that moment where she's yeah. in for a surprise, and you're like, oh, like is Dawn, ha- what, how, what malevolent? Is she? Yeah, she just thinks that I'm just this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. regular and that's I, I I don't know if I like that because I don't know if that pays off like she doesn't know that she's anything other than a child so I don't know why she would say that she probably just thinks she she has some grandiose idea about herself yeah being... like when she and Xander get married okay she'll be like you'll see they do um, date she in the had, comic they also, do which is gross but they're older by then but there, yeah there's like a lot like it's like when did this when did this feeling start okay. like it, ay, ay. because like I was saying, she's projecting on, I don't think really, can, canonically, that Xander sees Dawn as a woman or as a sexually viable person. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's supposed to be there, but, like, it's weird when a, four, like, it's, she's too old. Also, she's too old to need a babysitter. She's 14. No, yeah. she's too oh, old God, to need a babysitter. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Though, then again, she invites vampires into her house. I was so mad at her. I was totally on Buffy's side for that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's like basic stuff. Like if she didn't know the person was a vampire, like if she was tricked. But she's known for at least two years now. Yeah. That vampires are a real thing and her Uh her sister slays them. Yeah. Yeah. And the basic rule. Like the one rule to survive is like, don't invite them in. They cannot get you if you're in your house and you don't invite them in. (laughs) Okay. But Buffy had some sweet j-lo glasses do you remember those glasses that were like blue on the top and yeah like yeah i at remember the bottom that and had a little little heart. yep they had a little with rhinestones. bedazzle mm-hmm. yeah um also okay i now i'm just going through my notes all the things annoying me i really enjoyed the uh the dynamic of that opening scene in the kitchen with buffy dawn and joyce just watching them the kind of like dance that they do mm-hmm. of like sharing the space mm-hmm. and all of that it made it feel like they did they were comfortable around each other but when Buffy opens, and I know this because I watched it and then I rewatched it because I thought I saw it. There's like two other milks in the fridge. Yeah. There's, too much milk. <laughs> she throws such a fit about being, 
When you yeah. picked that milk up, Buffy, you knew it was enough for a coffee and the tiniest bowl of cereal. Mm. Get the next milk. Get the up. next one. Yeah. That was my only thing about that. But I liked, but the scene in general, I felt like, did set up letting us know these three women share the same space. Yeah, and, and it's comfortable very there. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, this isn't a trick. The, she's the, mm-hmm. the real deal and the, she's always been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she, I think we are like back to the same kind of strife that Buffy feels um, as not, not being normal because mm-hmm. it's so much of a drastic uh, comparison between like I keep wanting to say Michelle Dawn mm-hmm. and uh, and Buffy that where like Dawn is like her sister she has this normal sister now who is so allowed to be a normal girl that mm-hmm. she's like sheltered yeah from it and Buffy is just expected to not only be, protect the world but like protect a sibling who can't protect herself so I think she's yeah. like her role as protector is like extended now and did did someone say Buffy decided to move home? She's home for the summer. So, yeah, but but and, Willow and Tara moved into their apartment. Yeah, and they they moved in. And in uh, the Dracula episode, she says she says it. She says uh, we'll have to do this, make a regular thing of this when I start yeah. school. Okay, mm-hmm. so she's back for the summer. But I guess that means, yeah, it just where's she I gonna know, live? She lives at home. But I mean, where's she gonna live when she goes back to school? She lives at home. But they, I just didn't think they'd said it. It was weird. That was. Yeah. Maybe the dorm again. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. But not with, not with Willow because Willow and Tara now. Yeah. yeah Willow together. and Tara are living together. Damn. They. That. Paddle to the metal so quick. And, I was going to say they have a really nice apartment. <laughs> they do have <laughs> a really nice apartment. It's really nice. No, they have a really nice place. What I don't understand is the change. Because in the Dracula episode, Joyce makes a, a joke about uh, the giving up men, and then they do it like a joke. It's like, oh, she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And then the next episode, Dawn does the thing. Is like, I, I told her I wanted Willow and Tara to teach me what they do, and then she made me go to my room. It's like, so in the in the twenty four hours, this happened. <laughs> yeah. like, when did this happen? She did. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so maybe we like just we cut away right before the part where they're like. Joyce, we need to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce, like, let me tell you in detail what Tara and I do yeah. when we're alone. Because I'm not going to show. We have to cut because yeah, we can't we tell can't anyone at home. It. It's just a, a montage of them talking and, and, and a lot of gesturing. And, <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh, missed opportunity. And Joyce being like, oh, I'm going to get some tea. Yeah. She's like, this is so much for me. Making her tea. Um, I did like Don's Hogwarts joke. Yeah. Yeah, I, that was cute. I wrote down, remember when Harry Potter was just a book? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And... When it was like a thing that people didn't know about. Yeah. I'm yeah, it was like I don't know if I'd read the book yet before I heard that joke. I might mm-hmm. have not understood it. Yeah. I remember being like for some reason I was like, I'm not gonna read that book. Like I don't mm-hmm. know why. I was the same way. I it, was like it was like the by the third book, I was finally like, fine, I'll read it. But I was like, I don't wanna read that. Yeah, I was like, This is stupid. <laughs> and then I started reading, and I was like, I like this book. <laughs> oh, darn it. It's really compelling characters yeah. and fun stuff to read. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the generational thing, though. Like, that part really, before the movies came out, there were people of a certain age who wouldn't read it. Mm. Who were, like, too cool. And then there were Inter- people, yeah. like, Dawn's age, who ate it up. Who ate it up. Nerds. And then now. Yeah. Nerds. Well, it's hard now, because, like, now I, maybe I just hang out with people who are rest development, but I don't know many people who haven't read them. Like, I feel like you stick out like a sore thumb if you haven't read them. Yeah. I know a couple people who haven't read them. Tell me their names. Lydia Fisher. I'm going to go to her house. Colin, are you calling you out? (laughs) I thought you were going to say Colin Morris. I was like, that's probably true. Colin. I wonder if Colin has. We should give him all the books. Okay, Colin. 
Um, if you've seen, or sorry, if you've seen with your eyes the words in the book, <laughs> in the Harry Potter books, uh-huh. if you've read them, text Kelly and I the numbers of the books that you've read. Okay, one I mean, seven. I, I'm all for calling calling out, but he. I'm sure you will see him in person before this goes live. So. Oh, but we'll play it cool. We'll, we'll see. It cool. We'll probably see him later tonight. Yeah, almost 100%. I mean, if not, Colin, if we don't see you tonight, text us and tell us where you were. We really missed you. Great. So we covered that segment. Um, well, no, we got to mention him at once. Yeah, once, we the pro- once the podcast. Um, also... I was sort of in maybe it's part of my Team Riley thing. I'm oh, really God. like committed okay. now. I was disappointed in how he didn't get along with Don. I me it too. I was like hoping they'd be friends. Slam dunk. And, and, well, the problem is comes in calls her kid. And she, but she like again, if she kept it inside, like I hate when he calls me kid. But she says aloud, yeah. I'm, not "I'm not a, a kid. kid." Like what jerk then calls you a kid again? Yeah. Like you have to like that's not being a good listener. No. And you are an excellent listener, Ryan. So I know oh, that wait. that probably Hold got under your skin. That was dummy fishing for a <laughs> like, thank you. That's the only reason why I do this podcast. So many episodes. Uh, a it would be such a commitment for that. Um, but it was great. Uh, take care. <laughs> nice knowing you. No, but I just was it just it felt out of character for Riley because we've seen yes. him be so polite. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's polite before he's anything else. I was like, if someone tells you they don't like being called it, like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she even, said it out loud. If he, she just, like, made a face to the camera, like. <laughs> just pull a Frank Underwood. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, and then murder a dog at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you okay there? I'm drooling a lot, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. You've been gurgling. You're drooling. Do you have rabies? Something's happening. <laughs> oh, uh, I wanted to ask this question about the babysitting. How old were you when you first stayed home by yourself or with your sister or both? I don't know what it was early. You guys are pretty close in age. Okay. Get this. Get this. Uh, my So my parents never went out to something without me and my sister. <laughs> so you never were in your house by yourself as until you were an adult, until you were 20? I think they're the only times that like me and my sister were alone. It was like it it ha- it was never a big deal because it like it just so happened that both my parents were out. Like mm-hmm. my dad would be like at Home Depot and my mom would be at Bonds or something. Yeah. Um. So, and you guys and it was just me. So I guess I was probably like uh, thirteen or twelve. Okay. Did you come home from school to someone in the house? Yeah. Anytime I was home, my parents were home, or my mom was home. And so you never had a babysitter either. I've never had a babysitter. That's insane. I mean, yeah. no offense. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom is like really paranoid. Did you ever babysit other kids? No. That's like not if you told me you teenager. never went to a pool. Like it's just such yeah. a part of being a kid. Well, now that you bring it up, she's never been to a pool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to a pool. I'll be the babysitter. <laughs> then you can babysit me. And we'll- <laughs> Yeah. But make sure you do the dishes because that's a key. Oh, PSA mm. for all you people out there because I think moms don't tell people this. And it's important. You are expected to do the dishes and some light house cleaning when you're babysitting. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you won't get asked back. No one will tell you that that's why. But that's why. But that's why. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We just – we – it. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> you don't have to get into it if you don't want to. No, it's just – I. 
Uh, use code names. It's nothing serious. It's just, have you seen the movie Room? <laughs> I was locked in a room. Oh, no. <laughs> and this is how I find out. Yeah. And I'm such a good listener. You're such a good good listener. I was like, I would keep like red flags. It was like every other word I would say it. Um, uh, they just like didn't, they didn't like being out when it was just them. Sure. No, I think it's nice to spend time as a family. Oh, boy. Well, what am I, I supposed mean, to say, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying I know. to be nice. I'm setting you up for a failure. Uh, um, Eric, how about you? How old were you when you first? I, I, it was either 11 or 12. Because uh, growing up, my parents worked, had to leave for work at like 5 in the morning. So mm-hmm. they would drop us off at, a, at you know the babysitters. And we'd spend most of the day there, go to school, come back to there. And then they'd pick us up later. And then I remember our... Our babysitter, when I was like 11 or 12, was was moving, uh, and we were looking for a new one. We found one that was going to be perfect, and then that d- fell through, and they were like, well, you're going to be old enough to not need this in a couple of years, So, and we live, you know, three blocks from your mm-hmm. school, so just just stay home. And what? Did, how old are your siblings? And what? Are you... My sister is a year and a half younger than me. Okay. So, so you were kind of like, were you like in charge? Not really. Not like, really? Yeah. You guys are so close in age. I feel yeah. like it's just, just well, two kids. It, also, maybe you're a nice person. Because <laughs> you were the boss, right? I was not nice to my sister, right? And she's not yeah. that much younger than you. She's four years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was the boss too. Yeah. So and I would. I, I would, think that's yeah. why I'm like. That's what I'm saying. I think you're my a nice sister. Person. Tried tried to be. I mean, we just. I mean, n- neither one of us bossed each other around. We just. We're so close in age. We just. We didn't like each other that mm-hmm. much. Now we just tolerate each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time uh, you're senior citizens, you'll be like looking forward to tea together. Yeah, <laughs> it's Maybe. Just Who keep going. It's an arc. Just, um, uh, did you ever babysit other people? No, never did that. So, but it was like there was like the place we were our, had a bunch of kids, and they were different ages. So as I got older, like there would be like younger kids, and not always somebody watching it. So yeah. sometimes uh, that fell on us, the older ones. But mm-hmm. so you babysat? I did babysit frequently, and were babysat. Um, I was babysat. Well, my dad was a teacher, so we would he would get his students to do mm-hmm. it when I was because and my brother's younger enough than me that like so I was old enough to stay home alone before I was old enough to take care of my brother mm. or like allowed to. Yeah. Uh, plus, we fought a lot. Mm-hmm. So my parents were like, you're going to like break his arm. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> um, which I never did. That's good. No, I really never hurt him that bad. Once I accidentally kicked him down the stairs, but he was fine. <laughs> Once I kicked my sister in the chest. Yeah, see, yeah, it's, like, you were, it's like that, but I, we were on stairs. <laughs> I felt horrible. He was fine. Um, so it was when, and I did daycare in elementary school. Mm. And maybe my brother did too while he was in elementary school. So like when I was in sixth grade, I started being able to come straight home from school mm. and be by myself. And then by the time, so I guess that was like I was 11. And then by the time I was 13. I was allowed. My parents didn't do overnights uh, leaving us alone mm-hmm. until later. And then it was it was a good idea because also my brother became a big partier. Mm. So it also was like, I don't want to be in yeah. charge of the house because I'm not going to be able to stop him from having a party. <laughs> and then I'm just going to be, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the police. Yeah. I think part um, of it was like my sister was one of those kids who hated being left alone, like would like sit at the window and like wait for my parents oh to come my back. Gosh. So, and they're like, we'll just, just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that for the first four years of my life, 
my grandparents lived with us. Oh, okay. And so they would watch me because my parents worked all yeah. day mm-hmm. until late. And then I don't have any baggage about this. Uh, <laughs> once my sister was born, my mom was like, oh, I should quit work and be there for my child. So she did that when my sister was born. Well, you were also four. Mm-hmm. So you were like around. I was around, but I wasn't the reason why she quit. <laughs> and then, then my so then they were like, um, so my grandparents moved out, mm-hmm. and then my sister got that room. Okay, I don't. Everybody has different ways of doing it. I once babysat for someone, and it was a little boy and his baby sister, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how little the baby was. The baby still had an umbilical cord. <gasps> because <laughs> it fell off no. while i was there and i was like do you i think i called my mom and she was like what do you mean it has an um she was like you're confused and i was like no like it on its belly button there was this little piece of thing that fell off and she's like how little is the baby I was like, the baby's really little <laughs> do i glue it back on <laughs> well, i was like do you keep it like maybe you do i don't know people keep the first haircut that a kid has and this I was, was before, because people, I do know that people will, like, cyber, wait, not cyber, they, they, freeze it. Yeah, cryogenic. Cryogen- yeah. yeah. So maybe Cybergenically they, freeze. It's, maybe, she, I don't know, she was a student, I think it was that she had to study, at, she was not at work work, but, like, she had some, like, freaking 14-year-old watching her kid. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got fired from that job <laughs> because the toddler, who I thought we got along great, told everyone, including his parents, but also, like, his other babysitters and stuff. That I told the baby to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That I like yelled, shut up, baby. (laughs) And I don't even think the parents believed it, but they were just like, we're just going to get someone else. Like, that is insane. Yeah. Also, that toddler has something wrong with him. I think probably he heard someone else say shut up, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or maybe I did something he didn't like, or I did, you know, I'm good at rules. Maybe maybe he's a psychopath. Yeah, he could be a murderer. Now, he had the prettiest blonde curls. But yeah, he... He told, and so, and I didn't know why I stopped getting asked to babysit. And then the new babysitter, who I knew was another neighborhood girl, was like, yeah, he told everyone, he told the baby to shut up. <laughs> I was like, I would not do that. You would She's not, like, you're the last person that would ever do that. Prob- I mean. I would do that way before you would. I would not say out loud, shut up. Babe. I'd just be like, God, shut up. I, I don't s- think I would say in a way where the baby would understand. I yeah, wanted to shut here's up. What, yeah, I think I could see myself, and probably not someone else's baby, but if it was like my baby, I could be like, shut up, you little psychopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're but driving me crazy. Parents do that kind of shit all the time, though, I think. Well, I guess you can't do it if you're the 14 year old babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't think I did it. Mm. I would remember, right? Anyway, you would remember. I, I, got, I developed a rep in that neighborhood. So. Dawn is too old to be ba- being babysat. But also doesn't know basic things like don't say come into vampires. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can we talk about Harmony's gold pants? Those were great. Her whole look was the shit. She looked, it, great. She looked great. Um, So she has her minions and she's... she's One this- of them is Andrew. Yes! <laughs> I was like... That's his third... Or that's his second appearance before his third appearance. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. They just kept trying. There's like, like maybe this Cyrus guy is going to be a new thing. Mm. Okay, no, he's dead. Mm. I kept, also, like, I no kept wondering if like I, I I wikied it afterwards. Like there, there's no like because like the first time when he's in the graduation is the brother of the guy he plays later. But I was like, right. is this like the same dude? Like is that like is no? There's no, no information on no. on Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this another? Should we ask? 
uh, if you'd like to write a fanfic of how Cyrus is related to Andrew, please yeah. do. Oh, God. And if you can do it, like, like let maybe their ancestors, like you could do a story about their ancestors. I think I'm just in a weird headspace because I'm reading a certain book about uh-huh. the ancestry of Sweet Valley Twins. Yeah. But we'll talk more about that. In we'll talk more about that later. Um, but yeah, do that. Like if you can do it like historic. Oh, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> um, Yeah. Also, and I know I already said I think Ru- Bubby's a bad girlfriend. But when she's like, oh, were we supposed to hang out today? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Remember we made plans to hang out? And she's like, oh. Okay. Like, no. So she is being a bad girlfriend. But as someone who is a bad consistently <laughs> overbooks myself, I was like, ah, fuck, I've been there. Like, I do that for everyone, though. <laughs> like, I just, like, do that to everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. It makes me feel really bad. But, like, I'll usually try to make it work. But a lot of times I'm like, oh, fuck, that was, like, today. I've gotten better with it within the past, like, year, I'd say. Because uh-huh. I started, like, aggressively using, like, right. calendars and stuff. But I have been like, oh, yeah. But you also don't, out. like, sneak out of bed to go like record podcasts and yeah. then go back to bed and not tell <laughs> your your boyfriend about it. Yeah. No, I don't do that. That we know of. Yeah. <laughs> the um, Nightcast is going to come out. The Nightcast. Um yeah, Ter- Anya is acting like a good adult with Don. Both yeah. when she comes over with those games and Lynn when later when she's trying to discipline her like she's not she's starting to be more human. In a totally. good way. Like, she's really developing. Totally. And I think, yeah, we're definitely seeing much more um, development of her as a character rather than her as Xander's girlfriend that mm-hmm. used to be a demon. Um, and, yeah, like, she, she feels a sense of duty. And um, you can see her, like, grappling with life when she's grappling with the game life. I did like when she's like, I got all these kids. I got all this money. What am I going to do with it? (laughs) And Sarah's like, you're winning. (laughs) Um, And then I I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but Don was wearing a a pin for X-Men. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Because Joss Whedon wrote a a big arc on X-Men around this time, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. One of my favorite. One of my favorites. You just slipped into that voice you do sometimes do. When I'm wistfully one remembering one of my favorites. I it's it's an arc that I enjoy, though it ends in a very bittersweet way. In a way that I'm <laughs> do you cry? always crying. Yeah. Always when she says astonished, Miss Pride. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> And I'm I'm usually like, no. And I have to like close it. And the like first time it. I read it, I like flipped the page and I was like, no, but no, but yeah. How but how oh, oh. my sister when she first read it. Because I was like, you got to read this. Went insane and like started looking up like what happens. She's like, she can't, <laughs> she can't. And I was like, but just read it. <laughs> she does for like a few years. Yeah. And then she's okay. But um, have you guys? This is sometimes we get off topic. Uh, have you guys read the X Men arc? That's oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's fairly recent. Where the original X Men come to modern times. I, no. I, I know I, I I was reading Guardians of Galaxy at the time mm. and it was related to that, but I didn't make the transition into X-Men. But yeah, the idea like like the the original like Scott and uh, Jean Grey and, mm. and a couple others go into like modern times. And then like there's a trial where they're like, she's going to be the Phoenix. She killed yeah. all these people. Oh, space, and then like they send her to space jail. Space yeah. jail. Is and, it good? Uh, it's very good. And it's very interesting of like that idea of. If you find out who you were destined to be, yeah. how that affects who you are, what you do with your, your life. There's also one of the characters, um, 
hit when he comes to the future is the like one of the past guys is uh comes out as gay even though he oh, isn't in the present. So it's also like an interesting like oh. idea of like nature versus nurture. Yeah, totally. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I I recommend that arc. It, I will I will read it. Won't it won't kill you in the same way. <laughs> no, yeah, that that wrecks me a lot. This is a departure from like nerd culture, but I was uh-huh. talking about this. Have you guys read the book Never Let Me Go by Ishiguro? I have it on my Kindle, but I'm like afraid to read it because it's going to kill me. No, it, it will fuck you up for like two weeks. All right. Well, I'll read it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I watched recently, you guys? What's that? The Tickled documentary. Have you seen it? No. I'm very nervous about what this is. <laughs> what is the Tickled documentary? Competitive endurance no, tickling. No, 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 I can't. I can't watch that. I can't. <laughs> Where they're all wearing Adidas jersey. <laughs> Kelly, that's like a nightmare. <laughs> no, I was watching it with Micah. Endurance tickling? No, it's a nightmare. No, it actually is a nightmare. It starts out funny, but then it's like a nightmare because these people don't really want to be in these videos. Of course they don't. And they try to leave. And the person in charge of it, like, sends the video to every everyone they know and just ruins their lives like they used to they get kicked off of like football teams that they were on okay i think we do i mean i'm i have a nightmare scenario in my brain of what this is but like can you explain visually what the videos are yes okay white background cushioned table with okay like a massage table mm-hmm with um like shackles <laughs> <laughs> on either end for the hands, hands and feet and feet okay you're laying face up. Are you wearing clothes? Yes. Okay. No, you're wearing an Adidas jersey and athletic shorts. Everyone's wearing Adidas jerseys and athletic shorts. Okay. And like a sports bra? It's all men. Okay. It's only men. It's only men. Well, because women w- don't have the endurance. Yeah. <laughs> it's women, endurance. Women ha- it's one of the, the few sporting fields women haven't broken through yet. But, yeah. <laughs> and it is. So you're shackled down on your back. Yeah. In a basketball uniform, essentially. It's like a soccer. It's yeah. it's, it's okay. uh, sleeve short yeah, yeah. sleeve jerseys. Yeah, um, and the ad is for it's advertised to um, like athletic young men ages eighteen to twenty three. Okay, um, they like soccer build. Okay, they just want like buff guys, I guess, but like not that buff, but not too buff. Yeah, yeah. soccer build. Yeah, so like le- like they look like they could run for two ninety minutes. Yeah, but some some of the guys were, like, pretty built. Mm. So I think they're not too picky. Anyway. <laughs> They'll let you if you have muscle. And it's, like, $1,500 for, like, a day. And okay. And they advertise to people that are in, like, Detroit or, like, areas where that's more money. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're, like, you know, young. And they're just, like, okay, sure. Like, I'll do this thing, whatever. Right. It's not and, sexual or anything. And the contract says it's not going to be released to anyone. Okay. And it's just going to be, like, this person's collection. And then the video starts showing up on YouTube. Okay, but like, what is the video? Okay. White background, padded massage table, shackled, uh, shackles, young man shackled, uh, face up, arms up, legs spread, like not super spread, just shoulders. Another man straddling him, facing him, sitting on his tummy, tickling his armpits. Another man jumps on. These are two hour long videos, by the way. <laughs> They're really thirsty afterwards. Like they're really tired and thirsty, and they have to get water. There was like a whole thing. And do you have to be ticklish to be on? Yes, the- and they make you do tickle tests. 
Because I'm not that ticklish, so I feel like I mean I'm also you a would lady, never so be I, on there. Uh, yeah, there's so because many things that count me you're out. Tick- not not that ticklish ladies are not on there. No, it's ticklish men. I don't think I could watch that for two hours. No, it it's it's really fucked up and really scary. Like the video because then because it's like torture. But they yeah basically like they're it's it's basically like that's how that's how tickling is really yeah. like when you're in it and you're like in the full yeah yeah and they're like please maybe stop please stop. Yeah. No, there's parts where, yeah. So it's basically like, it's like an extension of like BDSM kind of. Okay. But in athletic gear. Yeah. I, I imagine you were going to go like, this is a video shot at like kink.com or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So then, okay. So, so like, you're like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. Yeah. Like, stop. Cause the person in charge of this is Jane O'Brien. Okay. Jane O'Brien Studios. And so Jane O'Brien keeps sending you stuff to like keep you coming back and doing videos. You get a thousand dollars cash in the mail. You get a car. You get, like, you just get stuff. You just keep getting stuff. And you're like, okay, like, I have enough stuff. I don't, I just don't want to be in these yeah. videos anymore. Your video shows up on YouTube with your full name. <gasps> Domain names are bought. RyanMogi is ticklish.com. The videos are sent to your boss. The videos no. are sent to your parents. The videos are sent to everyone you know. The videos are sent to the White House in such extent that it's considered a viral attack. And FBI shows up at your door. <gasps> like, they're sent everywhere. And Cause, like, just because they're mad at you. To, for not it's a power to thing, it. yeah. Because they don't actually want you to come back at that point. They're burning you. Mm-hmm. They just want to con- like Destroy punish you. you. And it's sent to e- everywhere. And then a bunch of different domains are bought. Ryan Mogi is ticklish. Ryan Mogi is very ticklish. Ryan Mogi tickle. Ryan Mogi this. Ryan Mogi that. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. And then at the bottom, your name, your address, your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram. Watch this documentary. I can't. This is a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. You just started I being made, like it was the I, worst. No, like, no, it's it's really it's really like upsetting because yeah. I was I made Michael watch it and he was like arms crossed and every once in a while he would just shake his head. <laughs> and there are certain parts he's like, I hate this. Like they would show the like, tickling. We, you said we could hang out today. <laughs> no, this is documentary time. And actually, I kind of fucked him over and I was like, we're gonna watch a documentary. I was like, don't read about it. It'll be more fun. Yeah, because I can imagine you're like, we're gonna watch a documentary, and Michael would be like, oh great. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. And then the whole time he was like, like especially when they'd show the clips of the tickling yeah. videos, he was like, I hate this. He's like, I can't watch this. Like he would just look down. And I was like, oh, damn, this is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Kelly. funny. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix? No, I had to buy it from Amazon, but I'll oh. give you my login if you want. <laughs> you like, too, Eric. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we can have a screening mm-hmm. in the theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's what nerd, if anything demonstrates what nerdist is about. It's that tickled it's documentary. A documentary about people just violating the privacy. Of yes, <laughs> they're called tickle cells, by the way, where they shoot these, and they're all over. But there are a lot of them here in Los Angeles. Well, yeah, there's also like any videos you want to make in Los Angeles. Yeah, you can make here. Oh God, anything. God, that was so upsetting. Sorry. There is something about tickling that is like feels like a violation. Mm-hmm. Like your body is not supposed to be reacting like that. Like, yeah, it's not a natural. I mean, it's natural, but it's not like uh, a healthy function of your self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys keep diaries as kids? I think I like started like several throughout my life Mm -hmm. and like never did more than like one or two entries. Yeah, Yeah, I was the same. I never was like a daily journaler. I would do one or two and then I'd like pick it up again. Uh like a year later mm-hmm. and I would still have my old 
entries and I would get so angry at what I had written yeah. that I would just be like, God, I can't even look at this <laughs> and throw it away. I would get like very self-conscious about the idea of like writing to a third person. <laughs> and then I'd be like, do I have to explain things to you? How does this work? Yeah. And then I I would just write thinly veiled fiction. <laughs> <laughs> So there's like books where it's just like <laughs> characters. I like to name characters named Aaron. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah. Cool. I'm more comfortable in that space. Mm. Just thin, thin fiction. Uh-huh. Yeah, thin fiction. And then yeah. like later, like it becomes a gone girl situation when they use it to decide. <laughs> yes. Like- exactly. Um no, and I don't think anyone wanted was trying to read my diary either. Even my brother, he didn't care that much. My mom wanted to read my diaries. My mom would read notes if you left them in your pocket. Like, really? Because my mom did our laundry yeah. when we were kids. So like, I would read them. Notes and uh, money. She would also take the money. So really? She, yeah. So if you had a $5 bill in your pocket, it wasn't your $5 bill once it went into the laundry. Really? Yeah. She oh would like gosh. make... I mean, it was... This was an age where I didn't have a job. So like this money came from her. Yeah. So she was just getting her money back. Yeah. But yeah, she would take the money. Wow. She would make money by doing laundry. Um, but yeah. Did you ever write notes in code to try to get your mom not to read them? No, but I remember we would talk in gibberish. Like idig? Yeah, but we did uh, the, instead of it. Let me hear. Uh, the go, uh, the K. Uh, the go, do the goo, you the goo, with the god, mid the gee, to the goo, to the cock. It's really oh. easy to understand. Yeah, that's not a very. It's like you one. just have to kind of listen less. Yeah. And then you can hear it. I don't know how to listen less. I can only listen deeper. I know. You're such a good listener, Ryan. Too good um. of a listener to understand. Did you ever do any little secret languages or anything? No, I I never really had. I didn't have secrets. You know, I'm, a, I'm a boy. We never really had yeah. anything. You're an open book. Yeah. All your thoughts came right out your mouth. Yeah. All your feelings on your My face. My parents wish I would shut up. <laughs> like, Stop telling us your innermost thoughts. <laughs> Keep something for your diary. Um. Okay. And I know that we're going to find out more of how things really were. Mm-hmm. But Buffy was quite a latchkey kid. Yes. Joyce was disengaged mm-hmm. for much of high school. So does that mean that Buffy was carrying Dawn around all this time? Or does it mean Joyce was a better mother? Was it like your family? <laughs> was Joyce a better mother to Dawn than she yeah. was to Buffy? I'm not a better mother, but I'm more like literally present. present. Yeah. Like, she gave Buffy a long leash. Yes. Even before she found out she was the Slayer. I think... Well, I mean, part of that is Buffy did burn down her high school gym. Yeah. So. Yes. So so a parent should wash their hands with you. Yeah, she's like, think, there's nothing I can do. That yeah, this is a lost I'm cause. I'm going to invest all my time in the young one that's still hope for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one hasn't been ruined yet. That one still likes flamingos. Between yes. the flamingos and the Hogwarts thing, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dawn is me. Maybe the reason why you were so thinking she was so annoying is that she you saw right. yourself in... I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And I know you haven't. Did you ever watch My So-Called Life? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. So. Uh, they do, it's only one season, but there is an episode that's from her little sister's point of view, who's a very like Dawn-liked character. And it was this really well done. And it might have just been uh, a few scenes and then they did other people's points of view. Anyway, it was so well done. And then this feels like a pale imitation of that. Mm. Yeah, it, um, I did feel like it would have been so nice if it were 
a better like this is the dawn side of everything this mm-hmm. is what the like being the audience perspective or just seeing a different angle to everything because those are always great there's a great episode of it's always sunny where it's mm-hmm. it's just a charlie episode where you see everything from charlie's perspective yes. and how weird it is from his mm-hmm. perspective but they didn't they didn't really lean into it this time around no i mean yeah even with like the zeppo that was like a much more successful and, yeah. and, and and maybe that was because it wasn't like this completely new character that we honestly have no reason like it's like why why should i care about this person as opposed to like i think a lot of this Xander. episode is is like see she fits in here she fits yeah. in so well yeah. everyone look at and that's on purpose but it's like everyone knows who xander is yeah well and there's certain relationships that dawn develops with characters that we didn't see interact <laughs> within this mm-hmm. that i think are so independent of her relationship with Buffy mm-hmm. that I wish we had had more of that. Like, so like the scene with Tara is good, but I feel like if we had more of those kinds of things, things where it isn't just like, ugh, my friend, my Buffy's friend who I've hang out. Like if everything is through Buffy, like we've already, we already understand that yeah. dynamic. There's nothing fresh and exciting. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Dawn had showed up at Spike's crypt, mm-hmm. I think I would be more into it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Was that too spoilery? No, 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 no. I, I was like thinking about, yeah, because it did kind of seem like a like primer for the show almost because mm-hmm. it was like, here's this person and here's their deal. But also I'm telling you about how I interact with them because i am always been here. And then, and then I was wondering if people would if their thought was people were sampling Buffy versus Dracula because you're like Dracula. OK, we get Dracula. That's so like a big poll. Yeah. So you yeah. Don't, and you don't really need you could watch Buffy versus Dracula having seen no other episodes of the show. And between the title and Dracula, you'll like get everything that's happening. Yeah. And then with real me, it, there's a lot of time taken to like catch everybody up. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they thought there would be some fresh. Because uh, this was the back show. in the day where it was a lot harder to to watch an old episode mm-hmm. if you missed True. it. I, yeah, I remember we there was like there was like two episodes in season three that didn't air initially, and like trying to get like a VHS copy through the mail or like yeah, it's like we could download it, but it would take three days. You know? <laughs> yes, and type your phone line the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's totally true. Because like, and even like, yeah, jumping on to the series, if you were going to jump on in season five, good luck catching up with everything else that had happened prior, yeah. because you're either purchasing like box sets mm-hmm. which i don't know if there were vhs box sets and Buffy. i feel like they this... did like a sample one so mm-hmm. like you could get high school horrors or like whatever mm-hmm. um but i mean i feel like wasn't this like right i feel like this was right when dvd was being a thing right was this seems yeah it seems about because they're starting DVD. to do like hd yeah oh also buffo buffo <laughs> oh my god what <laughs> Willow and Buffy both <laughs> look amazing. Their skin is their like skin's beautiful. Their hair is like, like it's like multi-dimensional. Because in some and they're always beautiful women, obviously. But in high school, like they they looked like almost like real people. Mm-hmm. And now they're just beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, in the uh episode before this one, in mm-hmm. Buffy versus Dracula. This is when the wet look, the wet lip yeah. look was popular. And Buffy is wearing like the shiniest lips. And then she kisses Riley. And I was like, oh, God, what a nightmare. And they don't like they kiss and they just like stay behind yeah. him and do not show his face. Because I was like, it's a mess. Right now, his face is disgusting. <laughs> no, it was a stage kiss. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> like old Hollywood style kissing. Oh, poor Riley. God. 
But yeah, that that wet lip was a not that during that time I was kissing anybody. <laughs> so what was that turn? Sorry, I was just thinking about like people because I remember having a friend tell me because when I was in this was probably the wet look, wet lip look. I was probably in like high school. Yeah, and I remember one of my friends being like. Um, God, it's such a pain to like kiss guys when you're wearing like the wet lip look. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I was like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, also, because it wasn't the look was wet, but the reality was sticky. Sticky. A like real... it looks wet, but it doesn't, it's not actually wetness. Yeah. It's stickiness. <laughs> lip smacker shit. Not uh, the like, not the lip smacker in the tube, but the one that you squeezed. Oh my god. It was yeah, it was just like a goo. Yeah, it yeah. was just a goo. It was like goo lips. It was. And if you had your mouth closed for too long and you opened it, it was like It's just the matrix all over again when yeah. your mouth is sealed. Yeah. yeah, it's that. But it looks great. It was so cute though. Um, oh, another part. And and this isn't real me. But we have uh Xander do it to uh to harmony but then when buffy is doing that fake laughter that was it's not working no because she does a a real like full laugh because she doesn't actually she stops laughing pretty much from from this point <laughs> this is to, the last, that last like time. there's a point in season seven where she does laugh out loud and i remember being like jarred by that but it was like a genuine laugh mm-hmm. and i think it's just something that someone says and she laughs at it. Yeah. Whereas this well, is like the stage direction said laughing hysterically. Yeah, because it just cut to them laughing hysterically. Yeah. And it was like, you don't find anything funny. No, here, this Sam was Michelle like, Geller. she's probably like tired. She's probably hot from laughing so much. She's been working out really hard. Her she, arm muscles are on point. Her muscles are so ripply. Yeah, she's probably, she's, it does not seem like she wants to laugh. But then again, we had a similar thing at the end of season four. She had that moment with Angel where she was supposed to start laughing <sighs> And it was also like this force, like, like <laughs> what are and, we doing here? Isn't it crazy, this world? Yeah. But it just didn't feel real. It was like. Uh, they should have tickled her. No. <laughs> Your face was so mad. <laughs> I'm really disappointed in you, Kelly. I'm just kidding. I'm disappointed in what you did to Micah. I'm disappointed in what you did to our listeners. <laughs> what you've done, done to me. What, what you've you, done to Eric. What you've done to this room. I mean, I was I was a real dick to Micah yesterday. And like now it's, I know he needed a buddy. And now oh, I wasn't no. there. Oh, yeah. That was like right after he had watched it. <laughs> That's why he was in that mood. Huh? Yeah, he watched it the night before. We were all like, we're going to the Pikey. He's like, I don't really like the Pikey. We're like, too bad. That's where we're going. <laughs> He's probably like, I feel Aww. like I'm going to get tickled there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like actually saying to me much of the things that you were saying where he was like, I just don't get tickled. Like, I don't like tickling. It is like, it's harmful to the person. Mm-hmm. If I accidentally tickle someone, I may like then like, I don't, I like fucking with people. I guess I'll say that. But I'm also, and this is true of how I am, is another hot babysitting tip. But I think it's true is when a child says no to you, you have to respect that. Of course. And I think children, when anyone says no to you, you okay, have to respect that. Okay, yes. <laughs> I, think, I think people are more likely to do it with adults. I think they're, like, they're games that people play with children where they're like, the kid, was when they're being tickled, they're like, stop! Or like, mm-hmm. I think you should respect that and actually stop. Yeah. Sometimes kids will get kind of mad at you. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, I meant the kind of stop where you go. And it's like, all right. It's like, well, we're going to sit down and have a talk about yeah. personal autonomy and, and learn about that. Listen, kid, it's 2016. Yeah. yeah. 
But no, like I whatever. Yeah, no, totally. Though. But I do, I do, and like trying to make them pee themselves. Like, come on, ew, what? That's I'm that's surprised that distant. isn't part of the documentary because well, that's a big part. No, of, there's no peeing in the documentary. But if you tickle someone too long, that's gonna happen. That's what actually I, I was telling my friend about it, and she was like, "God, I'd be peeing all over the place." Like that. There's no I didn't way say that that wasn't me. That wasn't you. It was my friend Lydia Fisher, who hasn't seen, who hasn't read Harry Potter. Um, calling you out. <laughs> Twice in one app. Twice. Listen, I'm doing a lot of full name call outs in this yeah, episode. Yes, tough. Colin J. Morris. Tell Colin J. What... Morris. Just text us the numbers of what Harry but Potter But can you do it read. like separate separate texts for each number? He can't do a hard return between? Okay, do like a double text. space. Oh, you know what? Actually, would be really fun. Text us. Comment on something on Instagram <gasps> with one of the numbers. Text us with one of the numbers. Facebook message us with another Can you just number. like blow up our social media? <laughs> I'm really thirsty right now. Make, it, make a paper airplane, ride it on there, and then <gasps> yeah. throw it at us during uh, an improv show. Yes. Yes. We'll both be on stage at the same time. Yes. This is perfect. We'll probably be in a scene where we're doing something emotionally heavy. Because that's every time we do a scene, this the two of us, it's like, we're like, okay, we'll put aside these funny things. Like, Let's, let's get talk, down to it. Let's talk about something that we've been grappling with. <laughs> and then usually our team is like, shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, gotta make it funny. And I was like, oh no, but Kelly and I were gonna get each other to cry on stage. Yeah, we were talking about this emptiness that sits in my gut. <laughs> you ever just wonder if it's worth it, Kelly? <laughs> Sometimes I just feel like I'm trying and trying, and I don't know what I'm trying for. Go <laughs> uh, to school where things get real. <laughs> then Chris is like, hi, I'm the doctor. <laughs> it's like, well, geez, gee whiz, kids. <laughs> That was quite a story. Uh, a little um, bit of inside, uh, inside talk. Baseball? Baseball. <laughs> okay. Um, Buffy is my fitspo when yes. she is on, doing the handstand and then she's doing a one-armed yeah. handstand. One-armed pretty handstand. Beast. I'm fairly certain that that is a stunt woman. <laughs> stunt a woman. Body di- a body double of some description. Yes. I believe her, body do- or her stunt person changed between seasons. Yes, she did. To someone who's a little bit more matching Buffy's. Yeah. Uh, well, part it's of it is. It's not just a man in a wig. And a <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Well, and Sarah Michelle Gellar, both in what she wear, wore and like, I feel like she started doing Pilates or something. Yeah. She's like a more compact person. She's like very wiry. Yeah. Like strong looking. Um, okay. When fucking uh, Dawn uh-huh. like picks up the crystal and makes her fall. I thought that was like such a shit move. She didn't do it on purpose. She did. Of course she did on purpose. Why would she pick it up? And then she falls down and she goes, are we done now? Can we leave? Ugh. Again, if Dawn said all these things with her eyebrows and not her mouth, I think I would like, I would both identify with her 100%. I mean, I agree. Because like the, the best scene with Dawn is the one with uh, Xander and Anya where it's all, it's all internal monologue yes. and, and she's not speaking. Yeah, yeah, and she's like has the ice cream mouth and like. I thought I was a little bit too heavy handed with the ice cream. It was like <laughs> all over her face. Like you, you have to know it's there. Yeah. Oh my god! There's no way you don't. What? The other day, what? I think it was okay. So Halloween was Monday, right? Uh-huh. So this was like Tuesday. A friend had gotten a big seized candy thing from her mom for mm-hmm. Halloween. Brought it in for the leftovers, and they had those seized candy lollipops that are chocolate. Oh, I'm I never had those. With these. Oh yes, I do. They're yeah. like squarish shape, yes. right? And they have and like a. They're like hard Tootsie Roll pops. Yeah. Um. So I was eating one, which I had never <laughs> had one either. It was pretty good. And that was like maybe 10 a.m. Like it was pretty early for candy, but whatever. Okay. And then at 4 p.m., <laughs> I went to watch, I went to the bathroom and then I was washing my hands and I had a huge piece of chocolate on my chin. <laughs> like huge. I was like, I've had lunch. I've talked to people. I've had meetings. 
I've done everything. <laughs> and I'm just now, I'm like, do people think I have a growth? Like, how is this still there? It was so embarrassing. So I guess I, I am done. You're done. Bottom line. Oh, my God. It was, it was like, and I, there was no one else in the bathroom, but I was just, like, staring at the mirror, like, is this real? <laughs> like, almost hoping it was a mole. Yeah. <laughs> like, because then. Yeah, because there are two options. Either they like you so much they don't want to embarrass you, mm-hmm. or none of them care about you yeah. as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no middle ground there. No. No. I think it is the latter, but I'll, I like the former as a potential. Oh, my god. Yeah. It was, it was tough stuff. <laughs> yeah. That is tough. Um, what okay. else happened in this episode? <laughs> what else is happening? Um, there was a scene at the end, the the fight scene where Buffy fights all the vampires, mm-hmm. and I, I, at first I thought it was like she fights the the last vampire, and they, they it looks like I think it, it's the editing, but I'm I'm not sure because they they fight and then she re-enters the room. So I thought at first it was like she may have gone out and killed Harmony, and then they mm-hmm. cut that because they wanted to keep Harmony. But oh. but I think it's just the editing because like she's fighting him in that room anyways, but you never see her leave the the room yeah. with Dawn. So I'm like, what? Yeah, what was that? Huh? Yeah, it that is. I feel like there were a couple things. Apparently, and I didn't see it. I read about it on Buffypedia. <laughs> but there was a boom mic in the Dawn and Willow. I'm sorry, the Willow and Tara scene in their apartment. Really? Yeah, I thought you would have caught it. You're usually so good at those. I know. I'm usually. I think the colors in um in angel are less distracting because i only mm-hmm. ever see it in angel um and so like seeing the boom mic enter everything else is just like a flat gray yeah. whereas like in buffy it's a lot more of a warm and colorful show yeah yes and i do for some reason and i did watch a few episodes of angel right before watching this but even from the fourth season i feel like the production design quality mm-hmm. has gone up this season like everything looks, looks great great yeah it doesn't look like like I feel like uh, when I was watching season two or season three, if somebody like came into the room, they'd be like, oh, you're watching some show from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Whereas this season, like it looks it looks good. Now. Even when, oh, we haven't talked about Giles in this little car and the magic shop, oh. but also the oh, car. Oh, oh, God. Okay. But that's, oh, Giles. <laughs> but that's another like indicative of they have more money because it's a, it's a tracking car shot, which is, it's clear that they are sitting in a car that's on the back of a, a truck mm-hmm. that's driving, yeah. but that's probably co- like doing that kind of a shot that's in a residential area it's mm-hmm. not a studio back lot that's like they they have a lot more money this season yeah yes it, and they're they putting totally it on do. the screen it's great yeah it also okay so and i've only, i don't drive stick okay is the idea when they make the joke about how the car's in neutral that he was driving an automatic car mm-hmm. in drive and as then, cars are driven and he put it in neutral while driving because yeah. he forgot it wasn't a stick yeah I think so, so what did he step on with his left foot when he did that Nothing, just the ground. Yeah. And that didn't like catch his brain of like, oh, there's no clutch. I don't know. But again, I don't know. So maybe you don't feel the clutch. No, you do. Because okay. I drove I drove a stick for probably uh, since uh, mid-college, so years, and then t- to like yeah. a year. About a year and a half ago. Yes, about a year and a half ago. <laughs> uh, I, I drove a stick for many years. Yeah. And um, then when I got my new car, which is on- automatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a couple of times where I would like, I still now just rest my hand on the shifter, but I don't yeah. do anything with it. Sometimes when I'm feeling spicy, mm-hmm. I, I will put my hand on the shifter and just press the button. <laughs> Interesting. You I don't, don't, I don't ever change gears while driving, but I think I think mm, I have paddle shifters in my current car. What does it do? I think it gives you the feel as if you're shifting gears. Okay. Because I have a thing where it makes it sport. 
or non-sport. I don't know. They try to make you yeah, feel they try better. To make you feel I better. mean, I've I've always drove automatic. It's just when I'm when I drove like in Big Bear, I had mm-hmm. to drop it, and that's the only time I've yeah, had to do yeah. anything that's not drive. But I don't know. He just stomped down with his foot, and because I do know you can just move it. Yeah. But when you're driving, and it might have been like there are cars like automatic cars that can go into sort of a semi-manual mode. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I remember a friend of mine around this time had one similar to that. Yeah. So maybe that's the kind of convertible that he drives. Yeah. Do you think he got the convertible in case he becomes a monster again? <laughs> so he's like, it. I don't want to like break the, the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then he could just jump in instead of trying to open a door. Um, but I do think that certainly more than season four, they're giving Giles a point of view and stuff to do and motivations. Yeah. And we're also seeing that like he keeps couching everything. And I think, I feel like I've been arguing for this for a lot. Uh, but we keep seeing that he keeps trying to make decisions about pulling back from Buffy mm-hmm. for her own sake. And that's true. I think I, 90% of, of his reasoning is that Buffy cannot be the best slayer she can or the best person she can if he continues to coddle her. Mm-hmm. And I think he sees himself as just coddling her and maybe holding her back before she asks for his help. Um, but I do think, and stuff that we've seen, we saw in Restless and stuff that we saw uh, up to this, that he realizes that he can't, he's not a person anymore. And that he's lost his idea of who he is, having always served Buffy. Yeah. And so I think he, there is a part of him where he's like, I, I, I've put my life on hold for so long. Like I was Ripper. And then I was like this guy dedicated to my Slayer. But then now who am I? So I think there is that. But then, of course, the second she's like, I need more help. I need you to teach me. He's like, great. Now I have purpose yeah. again. So I thought that was interesting. But we see that, like, I think it, it works because especially towards the end of the season where he he does the things that Buffy can't do because mm-hmm. like, she's the hero. But like, and then it transitions in the later seasons where he's like, I, I'm leaving now because yeah. you don't need me. Yeah. 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 I think that dynamic is so much more healthy this season than last. Yes. Yes. Because it's about like, it's not like we see them interacting much more as like two people trying to do something together as opposed to like him taking care of her and her needing him to take care of her, which is they're not on, good. They're on more of an equal level, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like father, daughter or student teacher anymore. I mean, yeah. They're much closer to being peers, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I do like the bit about how everyone who owns the magic box gets murdered. Yeah. I did like that. <laughs> they have like, very short lives. Very short lives. Uh they're spinal tap drummers. Yep. Um but yeah. Which is a weird reference for Don to make. I felt that like. was weird. Yeah. I was like, what where what are you reading? What I get are you... I get Harry Potter, but I don't know why she would care about spinal tap. Okay. Here's okay. here's the thing. What if Back in the day, okay, when Joyce was off doing art gallery stuff, okay, and Buffy had to do some slaying business, like all of season one, two, and three, she would, uh, Buffy would put Dawn into Joyce's room with cable television and lock the door. Oh my god, it's so, like a flowers in the attic situation. <laughs> and so Dawn has seen every movie because Spinal Tap used to be on basic cable all the time. So like Dawn has seen every movie that's been on okay. basic cable. So she's seen that like five times. Yeah. She has favorite parts. Mm-hmm. She was really shocked when she found out that the documentarian and that directed Princess Bride mm-hmm. like blew her mind. Yeah. Because she'd seen both those movies so many times. And then finally one time she was like, wait, that name looks familiar. 
Yeah, and then she was like, oh, it's like the guy from the All in the Family reruns. I've seen. <laughs> she was like IMDb before IMDb. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that theory. <laughs> That's how she can make someone fanfic it. Yeah, <laughs> fanfic. Yeah, like the lonely Dawn, Dawn hours. slash TV. Dawn slash. <laughs> <laughs> that is the saddest. <laughs> oh man! Whoa. It would be the loneliest tag. Yes. <laughs> it's the one. One. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, get get writing, guys. Get get you typing. Post on Live Journal. You're like, um, any hot wrecks for Don <laughs> Slash TV? <laughs> Just tell me who's your favorites. <laughs> and oh, someone's like, it's kind of a downer, but there's this one. <laughs> like, oh no, I wrote that one. Yeah, I, um, I wrote that. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Oh God! Oh, it's a lonely life. Oh no, I'm picturing. Sorry, <laughs> like, uh, like photo manips with uh, <laughs> yeah. manips. Uh, I think it's manips because man nips is definitely about nipples. That's oh the, God, that's so the so movement so. where you put male nipples over your female nipples so that you can it's show allowed. your boobs on manips. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Is that a thing that people have done? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they Photoshop on, like, male nipples onto their their, their chest. That's so, so funny. Because yeah. then yeah. they can be topless. Yes, and that's the, so funny. And then, like, like male celebrities have put, like, female nipples over theirs. But, so that yeah. nothing happens. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Male nips. Male nips. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm, like, imagining different things now, too. I'm imagining... um. What are those called? The video edits where they like try to make it look like oh, there's yeah. a relationship oh, between people yeah. that there isn't one. It's just her in a TV. What are those called? It would be so short. Because yeah. <laughs> I think they show a TV probably twice and they're both in Giles' apartment. Um, oh, did you not know when you make those video edits, <laughs> it doesn't all have to be canon stuff. Wait, so, so like you, can, you could use like, no. Yeah, you could use Dawn from uh, Gossip Girl. What? That would be the story. It would be You're an AU. It would be an AU in which oh my Dawn uh, grew up in the city. And she's like really tough. But then <laughs> she, she meets, meets the TV. <laughs> gruff country TV. Just a few <laughs> a few shot, tasteful shots of her from uh, from Sleepy Hollow for yes. some reason. <laughs> the uh, intercut with the Ice Princess. Just... Oh. <gasps> I, don't, I don't know Ice Princess. It was like right around this time. It's Why are you glaring at me? <laughs> I'm just I'm just shocked. Oh, look, I didn't have a babysitter. I don't know Ice Princess. No, it was a few years after this, I think, yeah. It was a Disney Channel original, right? I didn't have cable. No, it was an actual thing, because I remember I was working at a movie theater, and they had, like, posters of it. Yeah. It was a girl who's really good at figure skating, or wants to be a figure skater, but her mom's like, no, you should play hockey or something. Wait, what? Yeah. No, we're from Jersey. We don't figure skate or something like that. What a weird hero's (laughs) journey. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like you don't believe me. No, I believe you. I just... It's interesting. So it was her. She was the lead. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. Casey Carlisle is supposed to go to Harvard, just like her mother. While Casey has the grades to get into her mom's alma mater, what she really wants to do is pursue her passion. So not play, <laughs> <laughs> not play hockey. Sometimes she just subs. Yeah. Uh, both Casey's mom and Jen, played by, by Hayden Pantanari, Pantanier? Panettiere. Panettiere. 
Uh, the captain of the local team scoff at the idea of Casey on the ice, but Casey soon finds an unlikely ally and coach in Jen's mom. <gasps> I've, yeah, I've not seen it, but from the I remember from the trailer, it's like it's basically like she can't ice skate; she's not blonde like us or whatever. Like I don't yeah. know why they. Oh, were like, this is a classic. Uh, uh, what's the thing? The the feud between the two ladies, nineties Kerrigan and oh, oh yeah. Tanya Harding, Tanya Harding and Ker- Nancy Kerrigan. I think so, except. If Tanya Harding's mom went to Harvard. Yeah. If, if, it was not if, if wrong Harding, side of the tracks. Yeah, if, if Tanya Harding wasn't a garbage hillbilly person that yeah. paid someone to take oh, out God. a rival. Did you guys see the 30 for yes, 30? Yes, yeah. it was so good. It was so good. It was amazing. When Nancy's like, why? When she just keeps saying why? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm getting little prickles on my head. <laughs> um, can you believe that there was a time where it was like a scandal that Nancy Kerrigan said to mickey mouse this is really corny at disneyland or disney world wow what a time to be alive like that's such a weird yeah like now everyone's doing drugs yeah and well and everyone knows about it that it's corny (laughs) yeah (laughs) no one's embarrassed to say this is corny corny. so corny that we're getting high right now (laughs) it's so so corny. corny I think now it's corny to say corny, isn't it? Like, do you I think anyone? I've I never say it, and I witness corny stuff like <laughs> all the time. You're just a silent. I think now you would just be like, "That's dumb," or "That's yeah." Stupid. Yeah, I say lame. I think I say hackneyed a lot. I, Here's the thing. Okay, I, think I try. You do say hackneyed a lot. I'm I sorry, do. I didn't validate. You. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I think that for me, I try to appreciate people's enthu- earnest enthusiasm Great. for things. Mm-hmm. Even though we know I don't really like earnest people. But I try to appreciate it. So like if you are really into something that's sort of dorky and but you like love it and you're like authentically into it, I try not to shit on you. Totally. Whereas I think calling anything corny, there's like a level of like cynicism inherent in that, I think. Well yeah, and it's also saying like I I'm too smart. To buy into your thing. Right. Whereas if I think you're fake and you're also being like cheesy. Yeah. Maybe I'll say something. But I don't. I think corny. The things that I would have called corny when I was younger. I now recognize. Are just an expression of passion. Oh, and gosh. I appreciate such a thing. I usually say that's a little much. I'm like that's a little much. Wait. To me just right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do usually say that. <laughs> um, what else do we have to say about these episodes? I feel like we've hit all the highlights. We talked about the plot of Ice Princesses. Yes. Yeah. We've talked about, oh, um, we talked about whether we had diaries. Yeah. I thought you were going to say diarrhea. <laughs> no, let's not talk about that. It's no. depressing. <laughs> it's really um, depressing. It is depressing. Did we play Secret Diary at my house? Did you, were you there when we were Secret Diarying? No, I've never, I would love to play that game. Do you know about Secret Diary? I don't know if your little sister made you play games. Like- no, but it, I might know which one that is, but I, You'd have to refresh. My okay, memory. so it's a girl talk game. Um, I my sister had the one where like you you went to the mall and you got like tried to get like the guy's phone number to call you or something. Like yes. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, really yeah. Um, Secret Diary is a big old diary, and it's a three hundred sixty five days, mm-hmm. and it's just day one through six three sixty five, and each page is an entry like, oh my god, Jason totally ignored me at the camp bonfire. Have you ever been blown off by someone? And then you guess. So, like, really? that question is for the person who read it. And then everyone else has to guess 
It's essentially like Apple. It's sort of, Is it like um, loaded Apple. questions kind of? Sort of, yeah. So like you, everyone has to guess what that person would say. And if you match, then you get um, a card. And the cards, each card is a picture of a boy mm-hmm. by month. And you're trying to collect the My whole friend year. had this. I remember this I game. I loved that game. It's just, and now as a grown-up, I play it like I throw it at someone. <laughs> you get <laughs> this like, fool. No, I throw the bot. I'm like, flip it over to a page. Let's get to know each other. No, I don't really say that. Should we play this with Big Boss? Yes. Great. Um, you're going you're gonna to bring this to the The actual saga? game of trying to get all 12 <laughs> boys, is that part is kind of dumb. Like, that's not as fun. But the, like, reading the cheesy entry and then be like, let's talk the answers is fun. And is is your hope when you play it now that people are being earnest when they write their answers? Yeah, it's more fun if you're yeah, honest. I, mean, that, I would say so. That seems like a, a great way to, because there was, we did this workshop uh, once where it was like, we paired off and it's like, tell your partner oh a story that you've never really told anyone. Mm-hmm. And then the partner would tell that story to the, the group. And yeah. like, it really, like, and they're like, these stories never leave. Uh, this room but it was like it was like me and, and taylor on my team and it's like he told me some real shit and then, <laughs> and then i was like oh fuck we're we're real close now <laughs> I, yeah and there's something about telling the other person's story yeah and like like putting it on me to tell everyone else mm-hmm. what he told me did you know that you were going to have to tell the group <laughs> when you got no because no, it, yeah. it was like tell she was like tell this to the person and mm-hmm. we both told stories. It's like now the other person tell the story. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we we did that as well. Yeah. Um, and Ray, Lou, and I were paired together, and we shared like some bad stuff. And um, when Tommy was like, "All right, everyone, come back. We're gonna share the stories." We're like, "Fake secret, fake secret, it's a fake secret. Come on, with a fake secret." And it's crazy because the fake secret you guys came up with was like was really heavy. <laughs> No, you guys told no, us. We told our real story. Everyone ended up telling Yeah, because for us, did you guys have to do the thing where you were like, do I have permission to tell your story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it was the same because uh, we went through the workshop and we told Ptolemy about it. And then I think he's used it as an exercise because yeah. it's such a strong exercise. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really powerful. I feel like it really uh, connected us. Mm-hmm. But it also weirdly, because they were fairly like intimate things that we all shared, mm-hmm. obviously. And so it then gave us like weird ammunition. Yes. I could see that. Yeah. There was a, yeah. So like, but not even necessarily like, and I don't think it's always like in a bad way, but it's like, you then know this like very vulnerable thing about somebody that normally would have taken, you know, a lot of hours to get to there. Yeah. It's something like, like I could bring up at some point. Yeah, the story that Taylor told me, and mm-hmm. I, I, I hopefully, I, I would think I'm a better person than to ever do that. But well, like, sure, but like if there's a, but now that you have it in your brain, yeah, it's 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 always there. It's always there. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, I think about those secrets probably <laughs> once every two days. If I wait, think, you think about all? No, 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 no. But like, if I think of that person, mm-hmm. I'll catch myself thinking of their secret, and I'll be like, oh, I know that about you. Well, yeah, it like it. You have a peek behind, not that we all wear thick masks, but like you have a peek underneath mm-hmm. in a way that it takes a long time, especially because we're all doing bits all the time. We're all joking around. Yes. Keep the bits up so we don't let anyone in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's guys, true. Should we do plugs? I feel like yes. That's, <laughs> I that's think we've hit it. A great it. way to segue into plugs. Uh, you want anything going on, Eric? 
Uh, I I do my own uh, podcast at a website called justcoolenough.com, which people can check out, or they can follow me on uh, Instagram at mostly shit if they want to <laughs> see my, my Instagrams on occasion. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank I really appreciate you me. coming on. Um, oh, um, the next episodes that we do? I Judgment, sort of- are you now or have you ever been on t- Tall, Dark, and Broody? That's going to be like TDB. Um, and The Replacement and Out of My Mind on Helmamouthy. Um, so watch those. Yeah, and just happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> you cheater head. <laughs> Wait, how am I a cheater? Because you looked at when we're going to be releasing it, so you know. No, I'm just That guessing. shrug that you did <laughs> was so, like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my god. It might gosh. not. Isn't Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, it's either now is Thanksgiving or, like, someday it will be. <laughs> we don't know when you're listening. I mean, no matter when you listen, we hope you have a happy one. Yeah. That's true. There you go. Thank you, Eric. See, we fell right back into Bittown. <sighs> I was try- We were trying to express something real, and then we were just like, jokes, jokes, jokes. <laughs> Cover your heart. Cover your heart. Uh, All right, guys, uh, cover your heart. Bye. Bye.